It's Heath from the parish. Oh, Welcome to Sweet Lambruscos. <laughs> Billy Longloins. Yo. Captain William Longloins. Senor. <laughs> Polly Roosevelt Theodore Firm. Esquire the Fourth. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing well. How you doing? Fantastic. Oh, good. How was your uh, How's your week been so far, man? Oh, it's been great. Uh, I keep waking up, so you know, hope. Oh, one day you. But the thing that's cool about the thing that's cool about dying is that, like, you don't know. Well, if like, you're trapped unless, under unless, a boulder. Well, unless yeah, or someone has like a gun to your head. I mean, when you're sleeping, oh, you don't wake yeah, up. Yeah. That could still be nice, though. You're like, God, this dream's really long. Yeah, I'm not waking up. Where the fuck am I? Why does that dude have no underwear on? Whoa. So hot. Oh. <laughs> You're implying I would go be in hell? Me. I don't know about you. <laughs> I think at this point... You don't, you don't have hell in Judaism. We, we don't. We don't. No. I'm not, when I die, I'm dead. You just have a busy Walmart. Yeah. That's yes. hell. <laughs> busy Walmart and a, a lot of schlepping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. to schlep the marble. Um, I, I think that, I think that like, if, if I were to die, that's how I'd want... That'd be, like, the best case scenario. Like, when people get older, mm-hmm. that's what they always want. Like, I just want to fucking fall asleep and not wake up. Yeah. They don't want to have to deal with, like, any kind of, like, cancer or heart disease or, like... Like, that's so crazy about life. Yeah. The best you can hope for... Yeah. ...is that a, you have a peaceful death. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been thinking that since I was, like, six years old. Because I, I saw, like, because the thing is, I haven't had a lot of death in my what family. What a weird thing like that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't had a lot of death. All my grandparents are alive. Mm-hmm. You know, I lost my dad. But outside of that, mm-hmm. but I've seen it in other families and, like, seeing mm-hmm. people die. I'm just, dude, I was fucking miserable. I, I mean, that's I the thing. Die. It's inevitable. Mm. Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> well, he still died. He just looked like an infant when he died. Right. Didn't. That's cool. I'd rather look like a, like a cute little baby when I die than an old asshole. You know? Yeah. He had it right. He sure did. He did. He really did it right. You know, I was talking uh, a quick episode we did on Sunday with um, with uh, Jeff Spicoli, I call him. Mm-hmm. Mitch Buchanan. Mitch Buchanan. Mitch Buchanan. <laughs> he, uh, he was talking about how um, he's like, oh, yeah, then my, my brother-in-law had a baby. And I was like, he had a baby? And he was like, well, no, him and my, my sister. And I'm like, oh. He's like, men can't have babies. I'm like, you've clearly never seen twins. Yeah. And he had no idea what I was talking about. He probably doesn't even know who Spicoli is. He, I, yeah, you're right. He didn't even know who Mitch yeah, well, Buchanan is? No. <laughs> and I don't even know how that name popped into my head. I think what I meant to say was Mitch O'Connell. Oh, Mitch yeah. McConnell, whatever yeah. his name is, that's fucking psycho from Kentucky. Uh-huh. But uh, I said Mitch Buchanan, and then like after the episode, I just googled it real quick to like make sure I said it like that got the name right. And I was like, yes, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. Wasn't something weird. Love it when you know? a, when an accidental plan comes right, together. Right, right. Yeah. So um, my mouth has gotten me into a lot of trouble over the years. I find that <laughs> so hard to believe. Shocking, right? Yeah. And. Uh, so um, I, I think that like you know in our in our profession not not podcasting not food and service industry not politics none of that I mean in our profession of like uh, uh, alcohol non gratis uh, we um, we we have a um, we we all have to hit a certain like point to where we're like we're like we're done we're ready like we have we have to be so beaten down that it's you know that's the only way it's gonna work so anyways for me. Last house on the block, dude. right? Yeah. Right, and um, I, I've I, I had that that happened. It was awful, uh, but it was also the best thing that ever happened to me. Know. You know, in a way, um, I'm gonna go out there and fucking kill somebody. I grab that guy by his little fucking neck. 
He just, what are you doing? Fuck off! So sort of squeeze it until he fucking dies. Um, so I, I have this um, Jesus Christ. premonition that like, I have to hit a bottom when it comes, what? <laughs> it just sounds like you're approaching another one. Yeah. Um, I, I have to hit like this bottom um, where I, I, I say enough dumb shit to my girlfriend where I'm gonna realize like, okay, yeah. you need to stop. Think about this shit before you say, understand who you're dealing with. Yeah. And um, that's that that's, hasn't happened, and it's I'm not, I mean I'm not even close to that bottom. Yet. Just depth charges, testing boundaries, just a barrage of shit. Yeah. And um, so the other day uh, we were hanging out with a friend of hers. This is a different friend than I was just telling you about um, before the podcast started. It's this gay dude. Like this dude is he's great. He's funny. He's fucking gayer than a tree full of parakeets. And <laughs> he um, and so so my girlfriend and I are sitting there. And uh, he like we we were out getting lunch outside somewhere, and he went went up to go to the bathroom. She's like, "Isn't he so cute? Isn't he like the cutest guy?" She that doesn't bother you that I'd say that, does it? And like an idiot, I go, "No, why would it bother me? I'd fuck like at least seven of your friends." And so, <laughs> yeah, probably not what she's no. And she was like, to hear she was like, "What the she was like, what the hell is that supposed to mean?" And I'm like, "You have good looking friends." Mm-hmm. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, she's like, well." You're not getting in the chair tonight. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not. I'm like, not only am I going to get in that chair, I'm going to fuck you in that chair. And I was like, you know, very declarative about it. I was like, I'm going to do it. And yeah. she was just like, you fucking still don't know who you're dealing with, do you? So she has this, she has this fuck chair. And the... Uh, the Okay. A fuck chair. All right. I'm just going to let you explain that. <laughs> so yeah. I'll give you some background. So um, when, when, when she was living by herself, we didn't need a fuck chair. Okay. Okay. But she had to move back in with her family. Sure. And her family. Where did I put my drink? Is that my drink or is that yours? That's mine. Where's mine? There it is. So, Hiding behind the humidifier. This is uh, Pauly Fern's Go Juice. <laughs> yeah. So she had to move back in with a rotten uncle. Okay. Who are. Um, Amish? No. <laughs> um, Christian. Uh, and, and like uh, uh, as far as like the values. Of like what can happen in the home, okay. but they're also like really racist. And well, not not the uncle, just 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 the aunt. She's really, she's really racist. She's judgmental. She's not a really a very good person. But like, as far as like me and her niece go, I can't have sex with her in that house. Very puritanical on that yeah, front. It's fucking weird. Even though she, two of her kids are out of wedlock, so um, I'm uh, so if we got this chair. It's like a, like a chase lounge chair. Oh, sweet. Put it in the room because the bed's so loud. <laughs> so we can fuck on the chair. So she has a chase lounge in her room. Chase lounge fuck chair. Like what you'd see by a pool? Like on a patio deck? No, it's, it's, like, it's like I have I have a similar one in my room because my bed's loud too. Oh, it's just a, yeah. the way it's yeah. shaped. It's both like have, a normal we, sofa. We have two fuck chairs. Oh, cool. And so, um, That's fun. yeah, it, it is, but like. Something about like when we're here, like it's finally we like we like watch movies here and like cuddle and stuff, but like neither one of us really want to fuck here. Right. You know. Yeah. Even though like I have my own bathroom, my own room, it's clean. I mean, I mean I'll do it. Yeah. Like you know, you just take some gorse and you get her to do it, but. Sure. But yeah, so like we, so like I, I've been banned. Like I'm literally, I'm like grounded from the fuck chair right now. She's like really pissed, and she like wants to know like what friends I'm talking about. What about the, the fuck floor? 
I don't think we've ever fucked on the floor. I mean, if you can't go on the chair or the bed. The thing is, the chair and the bed are so big and her room's small. Mm-hmm. I don't even think there's a spot on the floor to fuck. Got it. You know, and I'm a big guy. Even though she's small, like, still. Mm-hmm. You know. But, yeah. So, she, so she's... So, you've been banned. I've been banned. I, I'm, I'm on I'm on hand restriction. That was... <laughs> the champagne of victories. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is... Is any of that surprising to you at all? A little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, well, seeing how fucking feral she is. Well, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they don't like that. I don't um, know what, I don't see what the problem is. I was talking with a couple of uh, kids at work yesterday, um, bus boys, and uh, they <laughs> were the best. They are the, <laughs> they're the best. Speaking of feral. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I remember, like, you, walking stiff cops. You see him. Yeah, dude, just hard ons. And, uh, <laughs> And so they're like, you know, in their early 20s, late teens or whatever. And, and, and they'll ask me for advice just because at a certain age, you know. Um, We're the elder statesman. Yeah, you start thinking more yeah. with your head and not your dickhead. Really? When's that going to happen? Well, you have at least it gets a vote in the, in the, in the, in the delegation. Right, um, right. The combine we have to have. Whereas up to about 30, whatever, it's just like. Yeah, whatever. That's just the way we're wired, generally speaking. Um, and so they were asking about uh, this guy, this this one guy. He's just horny for every single new hostess that ever gets hired, right? Yeah, like the nine, cute 19, 20 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and <clears throat> in our restaurant, we, we get a lot of uh, of the I, ladies. I can't, I can't imagine they only hire eye candy there. I can't imagine that. Does yeah. Um, I mean, dude, I like knowing your work, dude. If I went in there and saw an ugly chick, I'd be like, kind of like. Oh. Going on yeah. here. I think yeah, <laughs> it's like a building full of they'll, beautiful they'll, people. The, yeah. yeah, and then the people are all dressed up that go to right. eat there. So, right. so I was talking about him. I was like, "Look, dude, you know how a guy walks into a room if he's straight, identifies as cisgender or whatever, walks into you a said room." Said this to the bus boys. Yeah, I was like, "You know how a guy walks into a room and immediately sort of clocks what he thinks is the best looking yeah in the room." Yeah, he goes. I, I said, "Do you think girls?" Walk in and say, "There's the best looking guy." No. no, they also go, "Where's the best looking girl?" Right, who's got the best purse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Van Morrison saying, uh, "It's Friday night and the girls are all dressed up for each other." Wasn't he queer? Ah, wouldn't be surprised. He sang that one song, like "Roll Over on Me" or whatever. What a dude! Oh, really? Yeah. I, he also sang "Brown Eyed Girl." Yeah, Elton John was married. That's true. Back then it wasn't John Travolta still is married. Back then it wasn't as easy to be gay as it is today. It's easier to be gay today than it is to be straight. You think they're kind of resentful? Who? The the guys that had to... No, they're all dead. They all have AIDS. Not all of them. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, Well, you got to... When you got AIDS, when it wasn't fashionable to get AIDS, like, you died quick. I don't know if it's fashionable ever, but... Well, I mean, I'm saying it did like, get you pretty quick. Well, yeah, but okay. It went from being like the ninja to like the, uh, you know, like what's a like samurai? a samurai? No, samurai. They'll kill you quick. Dead. Yeah. That's because like uh, when Freddie Mercury got it, he was dead within a couple of years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because they, they didn't know what it wasn't. You know, they didn't know like how to. Now we have now we have things to manage it. You know, we have things to keep it at HIV or whatever. But when it was really lethal, um, back in like the '80s. Like you, your life expectancy was. Like, yeah, can you imagine you finally start living your 
your best life, gay life. Your life, yeah, like your life. Like two dudes in a in a relationship where that's just always on. Yeah, like and it's weird. It, because yeah. they think alike, right? So it's just like I'm finally able to live my best right. life. I moved from like wherever yeah, Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's so fucking weird. You chose that city. Oh really? My first girlfriend's from Appleton, Wisconsin. Probably a real gem. She was the best girl I ever knew. Yeah, they, they make them good in Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, they also I, I make them drunk. Uh, I saw a survey of the top twenty-five drunkest counties in America, did, did, and like twenty of them are from Wisconsin. <laughs> did you see that Syracuse was again the number one party school? <laughs> yeah, dude, such a long dark I winter, know, dude. By I the like, lake I, with the I snow drift effect I left, or whatever. Think about that: the number one party school in the country, mm-hmm. fucking like umpteenth years in a row, like, and I am still remembered there. <laughs> <laughs> Frank the Tank, Frank the Tank. It's crazy because like like now now being being there for grad school, some of my professors are like, dude, I can't believe you're fucking in your grad program. Like I can't believe you're sober. Rosie, you're like it's Roosevelt. Yeah, now. Roosevelt Theodore. Yeah, firm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's 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 weird, dude. But um. Yeah. Back back to the point of like yeah like uh you 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 you, you um now now like when I see people that kind of like mock. Or, 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 like, turn up their nose or, like, make comments about a gay couple. It's like, that's weird to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, I want to walk up to them and be like, excuse me, like, what fucking age are you living in? Yeah, like, why, you know? what does it matter to you? Right. Like, yeah. How does that affect you at all? You're like, oh, you're just Maybe upset with your life and they you're seem gay. to be happy. Yeah, you're yeah, gay. Yeah, you're yeah. Chris Cooper in American Beauty. Yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Lieutenant Colonel Frank Fitz, or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah. God, that was such a good character, dude. He was so good in that movie. Man. You ever seen uh, Adaptation? Oh, is With, uh, Mike John, Judge? John Cusack? Yeah. No, not Mike Judge. He didn't do Adaptation? No, it's like Nicolas Cage and uh, John Cusack. Can't say that I have. I don't think I have either, but <laughs> I <laughs> but oh, good. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but there's this one scene, I, I one clip I saw on YouTube, and it was this Chris Cooper saying, he was like, fuck fish. And the guy's like, how much fuck fish? <laughs> it's like a one like a, oh maybe it was on Yan or something. It was just like a little like uh, gif or whatever the fuck I can know what the hell's going on nowadays. But um yeah, man, so I I gotta watch my mouth around uh, around her. Or no fuck like, chair literally. For you. But to my defense, there's like fucking eleven of her friends I would fuck. I said seven just to be polite. Yeah. So I'm getting credit for that. Yeah, they don't like that, I think. I don't know, I'm not a I'm not a girlfriend to anyone, but yeah. Well, my I, I think that like well, yeah. This guy's gay, but my girlfriend's hot. Like, what's to make me think that he wouldn't fuck her? Well, you know, how she's it is. being rude. The ever shifting, the ever shifting sands of female logic. She started it. No, I'm just kidding. They're they're wonderful and they're just different, and that therein lies the comedy. The fucking morons. So, um, let's shift gears now, um, before I get myself even farther in the fucking doghouse. <laughs> You guys have been together a while. Now. I just, I just, by the way, yeah, I, we have, we have, and I just shot up a bunch of steroids too. So, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> feeling, feeling it. I gotta tell you though, my allergies are a better. lot better. Yeah, good because it's yeah. gonna be ninety degrees tomorrow after one of the gnarliest storms we've I'm had. Not in... leaving my room. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> good. so shift gears. Um, I, I had a lot of fun uh, when we did the music episode. I thought that like. I mean, I guess I think you realized it, but I didn't realize that like an hour for us to talk about music was was not enough. No, not even close. We didn't even we we, we didn't even get like the 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 crunchy shit off the first part of the onion. Yeah, and, like the outer like the crumply part, you take it off and it brittles everywhere. Yeah, the skin. Skin. Yeah. yeah. So what? Yeah, whatever. 
Yeah. Right? What? Paper. Whatever it is. The onion paper. Yeah. You know, like, when you have, like, a Bermuda onion? So, I've never, I know what you mean. You do? I do. That's what I need to explain. I've cut so many onions in my life. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you've cut a lot of onions. Done a lot of mirepoir, haven't you? I don't know what the oh. fuck that is. It's French for. Can you get me the Trinity? Yeah. It's it's French for you're the new guy in the kitchen. Yeah. Get to work. I was bartending uh, in Syracuse at that same job I was telling you about before, and uh, one day like the prep cook didn't show up. Yeah. So my boss was like, "You need to go into the kitchen. And I'm gonna take the bar over. I don't know where we're fucking the guy. Whatever his name was, John or something." I'm it's like, called, "Yeah, John." I'm like, "What do you know? What do you mean go in the kitchen? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in there." Yeah. He's like, "You know how to cut vegetables?" And I'm like, "I mean, I'm sure I can do it." He's like, "Yeah, you're a smart guy. Yeah. Get in there. Here." He just hands me a bottle. I'm like, "All right." I'm in the kitchen, shit faced, fucking chopping. I do. I must have chopped fucking like 200 carrots, 200 onions. Yeah. And portioned out like fucking like a hundred eight ounce burger patties. Yeah. And uh, dude, it took like fucking two hours. Oh yeah. I was I, just banging through it. It's like a you version know? of meditation. That's the only way I can put myself in the mindset for. It. So like you know, you'll the cook see, showed like, up. You know what I did when he got there? Slapped him. I threw one of those hamburger patties right in his face. Yeah. The there you go. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. No more drinks for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was so mean to him, dude. He quit after two weeks. After that. And you showed him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess who was back I in the like, kitchen uh, the day he quit? You. Mm. So who really won? John. Yeah, yeah. sure did. John beat me. The more you know. <laughs> At my own Lesson game. learned. At my own game. We hear like uh, chefs on TV or whatever talk about like, wow, any self-respecting cook is gonna do his own mirepoix and peel his own garlic and not buy that store-bought. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's because you guys have what they call minions or. Uh, uh, stagiaires or whatever that do all that shit for you. Yes, it tastes better. But I'll tell you what, dude, as a former cook, chef, whatever, I walk through Trader Joe's and I see a, a pint of, pr- of pre-done mirepoix. I buy that shit, dude. I'm not going to sit around and chop carrots right. for two hours to right. make a soup or a sauce or something that I'm just going to... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, yes, there's a difference. But time is a very non-renewable right. resource. Right. Like, right. I'll I, pay three bucks for the mirepoix, dude. I, I um, you know what I do? I love French toast. French toast is one of my favorite mm. foods to eat. And, it is uh, my favorite breakfast food. What I'll do is I'll I'll like crack like six eggs and I'll pre-make the egg wash mm-hmm. with like the brown sugar and the vanilla extract. Oh, you go and then, Oh with yeah, dude. Yeah. And I got this like thick brioche bread. Oh. And I'll just fucking pull it out. Done. Yeah. Done. I'm not gonna every morning wake up. I don't have time to be cracking eggs and fucking yeah. like. Do it once. When I wake up, I got about 20 minutes before I got to get my brain and my muscle memory yeah. going before I got to be in class. And French toast is not a 20 minute. Mm-hmm. That's a Saturday morning. We've got time. Right. And I don't have. Yeah. I mean, even then, it's just like I just real cook it real quick. I don't get to have bacon with it. Yeah. Maybe I'll eat a banana, but yeah. I'm in a rush. You should be able to see a big bowl of fucking cereal. Yeah. But uh, the other day I made it. I didn't realize like what time it was. I'm sitting in class. Eating French toast, and my professor's like, "You having a good breakfast?" I'm like, "I'm such a good breakfast," and everyone in the class is laughing. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, "All right, go back. Let me fucking eat here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I've been uh, switching up my um, my study music lately, and um, I, I, I've been uh, really it's it's weird how focused I I've been listening to Prince, uh, Primus, uh, and Frank Zappa. Really, really. Uh, Frank Zappa yeah. is so like out there 
Um, and like his lyrics are so goofy sometimes, but the music is so good. So if you just concentrate on his guitar He's a playing, hell of a composer in the rhythm section and everything, Dude. it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Prince. Yep. Same with Prince. They're amazing composers. Yeah. And Primus, Primus obviously. Dude, the way that guy plays bass, like and the, the rhythmic, the, the way rhythmic. he plays bass, and the way that Larry and um, Tim Herb Alexander like compliment him with the drums, and how they like it's secondary almost, but like if you listen to the guitar play, he is so good. Yeah, you know, and it's just that music has just got me in the zone lately. Yeah. So what's 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 been your zone lately? What's what's been your go-to? Uh, music wise, like um, so un- like you you have this gift for noticing everything and and staying like. You multitask like one of the somehow best, yeah it's weird one of the best I've ever seen honestly <laughs> yeah. honestly uh, it's kind of it's kind of crazy but I, I have a I have to like do that at work so I can't do it oh all day. yeah right I can't do it right. all day I have yeah. to like store up energy and be alone and quiet so when I actually have to do writing or chores or things I don't necessarily want to do make mirepoix whatever the fuck you know uh, <laughs> what I do is I choose music that has no words no lyrics. Okay, um, that's what I was doing before. Yeah, like you know, classical or jazz. Yeah, yeah, uh, jazz can get a little too creative for me. So then my, I start getting interested subconsciously. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting. That's, yeah, that's the, that's oh, jazz's job. Yeah, it's a minor seventh interval there. When I thought you were, going, oh, that's right. I can't read music. You know, or whatever it is. Like, yeah, you, you but I can't it. read. Can you read music? I can't. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I was a music major. That's a gift, dude. Yeah, that's a yeah. gift. I'd love to be able to read. Um, Even though I can't play a single fucking instrument, this will be cool to like yeah. know how to read it. Yeah. Well, geez, if you do anything long enough, you better know kind of where right. you're going. Right. Can I? Right. Can, I could play. I better know what checks and balances are by this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, or 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 what are you? What are we doing here? You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. What am uh, I paying attention to? Because yeah. Like when I do uh, like studio singing and stuff like that, I think that's oftentimes the thing that separates people to get get uh, work or not it's uh, there's so much talent out there i think like, right it's really sort of subjective there, you're right you, there really is a lot of talent out there and one of the things but that, if you can um, if you can in an hour mm-hmm. read music immediately you're right. gonna you're gonna get the job over somebody that might sound better or whatever right. but it's gonna take them two hours to to piece through something because sure. they don't know what they're doing yeah and sometimes like the, the thing that bothers me the most about music and, and mainly like the music industry is um, one they 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 never really look at an artist as like individuals. Mm-hmm. They're a dollar sign to them until they aren't. Yeah, and then they're done with them. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm such a huge Mike Patton fan because he um, hates the music industry, mm-hmm. loathes it, thinks that um, you know an artist being creative and trying different things should be every artist's passion. They should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So he created his own record label to let people do that, IPAC Records. Mm-hmm. And it's unbelievable, like, how, like, he's someone that's against it, but he's not the guy that's against it, but he's, like, signed to fucking Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. He's against it, and he's had his own label, so he can let those artists explore themselves. And, like, that that's another reason why I love Frank Zappa. He did whatever the fuck he wanted, mm-hmm. you know? And and people loved it. Mm-hmm. And some people hated it, and that's, that's, that's going to happen. You yeah. know, like nobody is going to please 100 percent of people, you know, but, but I would okay. say like Frank Zappa, you know, was the, so so I recently I heard a little bit when I was like in college when I first went to college. Yeah, we had a, a really like a true connoisseur of music that would literally for four hours a day just play music and play guitar along with it. Oh, I hate that. He wasn't a music major or anything. He just loved. Did you hate that guy? Um, 
he was eccentric, <laughs> and so sometimes, yes, he he would he would do some really crazy shit. Yeah, but that's all just like learning how to live with others. Well, I think if someone's you know, gonna do that, do it in your own time. Like I'm trying to listen to this. Yeah, it was a small house, and it was like um, I wanted to last it there. Well, he would do it in his room, but he, okay, he, he was. Uh, he was eccentric. Now he teaches guitar and he does a lot, a lot of good in the community. Does he lives. have a enter name here? Free first lesson free. Pull the no, he, I think he's an instructor. At, uh, <laughs> instructor at like a high school or something. Uh, music oh, teacher there. Strange. So, yeah, no, he's a good dude. But, but fuck, dude. When you when you when you leave school, when you leave the house that you grew up in, as crazy as your house is, you think yeah. it's normal. Yeah. So then you meet a whole bunch of new people when you go off to school or leave your house, and you're like. That's the craziest person I've ever met. My, now I'd look at him and be like, "Right, he's pretty normal." Like, yeah, I grew up relatively like, speaking. I, I grew up in a normal environment in like a normal neighborhood, like a suburb of Boston. Yeah, and um, the weirdest dude I knew was the guy that lived uh, two doors down from my grandfather, mm-hmm. or a door. No, it was his next door neighbor, because my grandfather lived in the next town over, a town called Mansfield, and um, the guy was like always had a drink in his hand. And he would give haircuts to everybody in the neighborhood. <laughs> and uh, his daughter was like my mother's best friend because they grew up together. Because my grandfather still lives in the house that my mother grew up in. Grew up in, yeah. And so I, I've knew, known this dude since I'm, you know, a baby, since I'm a little kid. And uh, my mother's friend that she grew up with, this girl, Mary, she was my um, mother's best friend. And before she, then she moved to Virginia or something, I don't know. But they were the sweetest people. But he, the dad, that was, I mean, I'm saying like, Completely normal guy. He was yeah. an alcoholic and he cut hair, but that to me was the weirdest shit I'd ever seen. Right. You know? Because it's so different from your house Correct. or whatever. Correct. Yeah, because yeah, at that age, we, we, we think that everything we grew up around, that's the norm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Except getting Christmas presents. I think, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you didn't get those, but like some. No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, well, you want a Christmas present this year? No, I want a Hanukkah present. All right, I'll give you eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm. All right, so on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to finish the music conversation, and then we're going to get into uh, muffins. Hiya! Exactly. Welcome back. Oh. Hey, man. Hi. All right, long loins. You like muffins? All right. All right. Yeah, they're all right. They're the prince of foods. They're the prince of donuts. I love they're the king. Donuts are the king? I think so. Muffins are more feminine. Maybe they're the princess of foods, but I love muffins. What do you have a favorite kind? I do. Blueberry. Blueberry? Yeah, Maine blueberries. Mm. Yeah. That does sound pretty good. Yeah, they're better than the blueberries out here. Oregon, I think. Fuck Oregon. Okay. Sure. It's the New Jersey of the West. <laughs> I hate that place. Uh, I spent the Thanksgiving up in uh, Oh, Oregon. that's right. Yeah, Oregon's... It was weird. Oregon's, Oregon's weird. It, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, but there's a lot of places that are beautiful that have less shitty people. Yeah. You know? I do know. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I've only, I've only been there once, and, um, you know, it was at a time where, like, it, was, it wasn't even that bad of a time up there. It's just I cannot envision myself living there, you know? Like, well, I mean, I, I, I've actually considered moving to, like, real, like, northern, like, northernmost California. Mm-hmm. Maybe up, like, even, like, maybe, like, up past Eureka. Mm-hmm. 
like uh, maybe like Caspian Bay or something like up way up there. Um, you know, but the, the, the thing is, I, I, I would need to be somewhere like, first of all, I have to be around water. I need, I can't be landlocked. Yeah. You know, I cannot live in a landlocked place. So, um, and the East coast, like I'd live anywhere in new England. Um, except maybe Vermont. Vermont's beautiful, but, um, it's, you know, landlocked and, uh, New Hampshire, Maine, they're great mass. I've lived in mass. I've lived in Rhode Island. Connecticut would have to be Northern Connecticut because Southern Connecticut is, is, it's basically like an extension of New York city. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I live in Virginia, but that's about it. Yeah. What about you know? the, um, near the great lakes, like the upper Midwest? No, no, no. Why would I want to live there? Girls from Appleton. Yeah. So. Okay. Girls from San Diego. What about, what about water wise, like by the Gulf? No. Of Mexico? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. Like no Texas. I like I, I, I like uh, I really like the Atlantic Ocean, um, and I, I like the Pacific Ocean. Uh huh. But um, I, 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 I the thing is like yeah, I need to be near water, but I, I also need to be in a place where like I can relate to people. I'm not gonna relate to anybody. So it's like the Gulf Salt Lake City was by water, but not really. Yeah, but that girl was so hot, dude. That like made it bearable. Yeah. I I can understand that. Well, the thing was, too, is that... What about um, Lake Elsinore? <laughs> when I get into skydiving and meth, I'll go to Lake Elsinore. They do. They are symbiotic. They are one and the same there. Yeah. So uh, One leads to the other. But, but Utah, Utah was more... At that time, I didn't really have much of a choice because it was either... Um, either go to, like... Try to find somewhere to, like, go to rehab, you know, that I could afford... Or take this job offer I got in Utah. And uh, I was like, huh, Utah. I'm like, all right. You're like, it's probably hard to find the things I like there. Yeah, so. that was my that was the thing. And of course, at that point in my life, I wasn't focused on the things that I needed. I was focused on the things that I wanted. I moved to Utah, dude. Within two weeks, I had an apartment, a job, a car, and a girlfriend. And I was just like, wow, man, Utah's pretty cool. Yeah. But we never did anything. Yeah. Know? And, and like and like so that, that that Utah experience wasn't all that bad, but it, it also you know reaffirmed my my beliefs that like I need to be in a place near the ocean, I need to be in a place where people are a little bit like less inhibited, like you know more free thinkers. Not because Utah follows a very you know for the most part that state follows a very strict code. Yeah, and for somebody that is used to like you know bending rules until they break, mm-hmm. it's not the place for someone like that. Yeah, like I would say, New England uh, historically is could not be less racist. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, it's just <laughs> like you know, I don't know. Ideologically speaking, could not be really further from what's going on in Utah for the most part. But, I mean, yeah, well, at that point, they seem I had polar, um, polar opposite. I I'd, I'd actually been living uh, in uh, I was in Pawtucket for a while, in Providence and uh, Syracuse. I wasn't really. Uh, in my home, in my hometown, too much, but um, yeah, but you're right though. It, it's, it's a, it was a drastic change from all those places, and it was uh, also really fucking weird. It was a weird place because, yeah. um, like, the people there that like wanted to get drunk had to try so fucking hard, and it's like the reason that I didn't get into drugs. For one, I'm a lazy bastard. 
I see people doing drugs. I'm like, that's so much fucking work. Full time job. Yeah, fuck that them. shit. Yeah. I'm just gonna get drunk. It's mm-hmm. easy. But they have like uh, lower alcohol, right? Like yeah, their, their beer is like two point eight percent. Wow, you gotta drink a lot of beer to take a white cloth. Oh yeah, or whatever. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I didn't even know that had alcohol in it. Yeah, till a month ago. <laughs> So, well, I, I missed the white claw train, but I've been sober going on four years. So. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, yeah, the alcohol is cut down. You have to go to, like, designated places to buy liquor. And uh, luckily for me, friend. I didn't have to deal with any of that. But, like, even um, just the way people were expected to behave at, like, Costco was weird. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if okay, like, things here that people would do just out of the kindness of their heart, like... If I'm at a supermarket and I have like a shopping cart of stuff, like, you know, $30 worth of stuff or whatever, and a mom comes with her kids, I'm going to let her get ahead of me, regardless of how many shopping carts she has, because it's just a polite thing to do. That's the way I was raised. I don't want to do it, you know? And in my head the whole time, I'm like, fuck this lady. Fuck her kids. I hope they get in a car accident. When so wait, there. you're already in front of her with less stuff and you'd let her go in yeah. front of you? I don't know if I'd do that. Yeah, right. If she asked me, I would. But I, yeah, I, I volunteer it, it because if I, the way I look at it, when I'm in public, the way my father behaved, I feel if I, if I do something other than that, he wouldn't approve of it. Really? Yeah, when he was here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because I'd so, be like, my exchange will be five minutes. Right. Hers, well, hers will be fifteen. What do I have to do? I don't have kids. All right. You know. Okay. And, and so, but in Utah, like, if you don't do that, like, the the cashier will say something. And, really? like, that happened to me, and I was like, excuse me? Really? I'm like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? And what then the whole store was in, like, an uproar. <laughs> like, seven plainclothes officers yeah. come up and, it's like... fucking ridiculous. We understand you didn't let the woman go in front of right. you. Right. Wow. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, is that a fucking law here? I'm, like, swearing at these people. They're not known for swearing. No. No. They say friggin'. Yeah. Flippin'. I'm like, look, I'm like, look, I don't care that you people fucking... Oh, what the hell's going on? Uh, it keeps the sun off my. Neck. We're back. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. So, another thing about Utah that was weird was people, like I didn't think I knew there were Mormons in Utah. I didn't think Mormons sent other Mormons to Utah to find Mormons. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and like the first time they knocked on my door, opened it, and I'm like, no way. I'm like, really? Yeah, they'd be like, like, like the army going to a boot camp trying to recruit guys for the army. Right. I was like, dude, like, like, we're, already, we're already here. I'm like, have you guys got them all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. What, what is this, like the Me Too Mormon movement? Pardon me, would you happen to be Pacific Islander? Yeah, the guy, with the, the, the dude that came to me, they're actually really nice people. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess like that, that you'd have to be. Like, that guy was a fucking idiot. But um, <laughs> there, there, there was just this, like, weird... Like calm that kind of came over me when they were there at first. Like, I didn't want to be mean to them, and I wasn't. But I was just like, I'm like, let me get this straight. I'm like, so you guys are Mormon, and you're doing your mission. They're like, yes, just very, very polite, very sweet guys. And I'm like, in Salt Lake City, <laughs> and they're like, yes. And I'm like, may I ask why? And uh, they were like, well, this is just where we were sent. This is where you know. God wanted us to go. And I'm like, really? I'm like, to find, I'm like, you realize, like, you're in the Mecca. Brigham Young is, like, over there. 
Mm-hmm. Like he's the dude. Like him and the other, like the, the the weird guy in the woods. Joseph. And they're like Joseph Smith, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like the weird guy in the woods. <laughs> and they always trying to get irritated. Isn't he from me. Syracuse? What? He's from Northern Upper New no, York. No, he's not. You know, there's a Syracuse, Utah, right? Why do you think that is? Do you think the Native Americans? Italy. Call them... Yeah, right. He's not from fucking Syracuse, New York. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yep. He was an orangeman, dude. Why don't you go join your buddy out there with the fucking hat? I don't have a hat. <laughs> you don't have a hat. He won't accept you into his faith. But anyhow, um, look at that rat hole we went down trying to talk about muffins. Yeah, we, uh, re- we really got to we, it. We, we, Sorry, we, he was born in Vermont. See? Vermont's weird. <laughs> so, real quick, um, if you want to visit us on the uh, web, go to zombieeaterspodcast.org. Uh, backslash Lambruscos, and we are brought to you by the ZEP, Zombie Eaters Podcast. Uh, if you want to make a podcast and you don't know how to make a podcast, first of all, don't fucking ask me. I have no idea. But uh, go to Captivate.fm. They give you all the tools necessary you need to make a podcast, to help you distribute your podcast, and to get your podcast heard. They have podcast academies, and they give you all the tools you need. So go to Captivate.fm and tell them Polyfirm sent you. They might tell you to go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. So now I want to yabber on about what how, what it's like to me um, and how weird it is to have to set boundaries with a with another male. Like you just did. By the way, he he lived in he grew up in Palmyra in Manchester, New York. You done? Are you done? No, I'm just getting started. It's pretty close to Syracuse. Um, what kind of boundaries are we talking about? Not everybody from there is going to be normal. Why do you think he had to go to Utah? Because they're probably like, you're fucking weird. Get out. He did get kicked out of yeah, quite a few there states. Go. There you go. For being nice. Yeah, we don't like that in the Northeast. That's weird to us. Do you don't trust it? No. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy up to? Yeah. Why do you hold the door for me? Yeah. I'm going to break his kneecap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Start boiling some oil. We're gonna keep him yeah. at the door long enough so yeah. that we could dump heat up it that on. branding iron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell him we're gonna yeah. tell him to come in. We're gonna bake him muffins. Because <laughs> yeah. um, who says no? No, no one turns down muffins. So um, <laughs> um so uh, the, the, the 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 gentleman that we had on the the show uh, last week, um, re- that really fucking pissed me off. I was really uh like visibly, visibly and vocally upset um, that that he he pulled that shit, and um, there's there's this phrase I've been saying to him for the better part of like you know our friendship. And at the same time, it's like I right, do fuck you, Bobby. I'm not dealing with this today, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I have I have to treat our relationship sometimes like a therapist patient relationship. Where I'm like, listen, dude, it's all the time we have left for today. We can pick this up. In a couple of days, but you know, for now, you know, this I'm not, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with you. Mm-hmm. And I, I brought that up to him. I was like, dude, I'm like, you realize that, like, it's very weird to me that you put me in a position where I have to set boundaries with you. Like, you're a guy. I shouldn't have to set boundaries with a male friend. And, uh, and he like, he like, didn't understand it. He doesn't get it. Well, uh, I, you know, I've met him barely, right? And, uh, yeah, he seems like a, a really good dude, but 
He is. Uh, the things that we talk about, although joking, some people don't understand that. So then they might that might reflect. He's listened to every podcast episode I've done. Well, he the, knows what I talk about. I he knows my, what I'm about. Okay, so then if he if, if that's the case, then my issue is like, you know, we had to go back and and you know our, the whole our episode's time, a wash. Our time. We you know we make time to get together. Yeah. His time's more valuable than ours. Yeah, and that, that kind of bothers me. I Like I said, he's a really good dude, and I'm sure we'd have a lot of great stuff to talk about. But this particular podcast is like whatever it is. And right. This isn't a podcast so about then, fucking so then like business growing. Reworking our schedules around. Yeah. To then come over. Shows up late. Record. Interrupts the podcast. Then says we can't fucking use it. Yeah, that, that is yeah. like, uh, that's a bummer. But, you know, I can understand that he's, he... Uh, the weird thing about it was is that he, just thought, he thought that I wasn't understanding why he didn't want it aired. I'm like, dude, no, no, I understand. Well, just wait until we're done. And then... Like, I understand. You yeah. don't want to air it because of, your, your, because of work or whatever. I get Even that. though he didn't say a damn thing right. that right. would have gotten him in trouble. Right. I'm like, oh, I did. I'm like, yeah. but listen, dude, don't tell me that after we get done recording, after we wrap. And he's like, well, you don't understand. I'm like... God, you don't fucking understand. One, you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and I talked to him about it, and he like apologized and shit, and I'm just like, yeah, but like. Oh, well, you know, you know how it is with friends. Like, I, I, have, yeah. I have a really close friend that, uh, um, you know, over the course of our friendship, which is like two decades at this point, there's been times where we've had to have like a, you know, state of the union type thing, which you would assume with a guy friend you wouldn't have to. But there are misunderstandings mm. as far as expectations versus reality, so on and yeah. so forth. And uh, no one wants to have that conversation, and that's why guys usually don't. Or we just go get drunk or whatever we do to... I love having that conversation. get our minds off. Because um, I don't have expectations. Right. Well, to have that conversation, then you realize like afterwards, like, like I would say women over-talk so that it's hard to get things Not done. Not you, honey. Right, of course. Just, you know. But, and guys under-talk... So it's it's the you know for for it's like the whole balance of yin and yang. It's not a yeah. guy girl thing. It's yeah. it's a it's sort of a loquacious versus quiet yeah. thing. Yeah. So if guys are generally speaking more quiet, the times they do speak up, it's impactful. If right. whatever is generally more loquacious, the times where they're quiet, yeah. it's more impactful. Yeah, and I I think that women also um this like is, balance. This, this is why like basically like sometimes I think I that's why I, sometimes I call him little bitch Bobby because he he tends to like usurp a conversation in, in the way a chick would. And I'm just kind of sitting there some days and I'm like just like blown away. I'm just like Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Well, I don't know, but he's a good like, dude. You, but you sound like. A combination of like a jealous girlfriend and a weird aunt <laughs> that brings weird shit to cookouts yeah. and like overwears lipstick and smells like, uh, oddly enough, like Brute by Fabergé. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that, I know that's a very specific example, but that's kind of like what I conjured in my mind sometimes when I'm like talking to him and I'm just like, dude, like I... I don't understand like why we have to have this conversation. Like it's fucking weird. I think we could all relate to that because I, I don't know him the way you do, but I we can all we all have somebody like that in our. Again, another friend I've known for almost thirty years now, where we're so freaking different 
that I'm constantly growing up. It was like me getting us into trouble. Uh, now it's like me it's trying to influence. convince him to do things that I know he's going to love. You know what happened? Your influence those many years ago has affected him now. Yes. Yeah. And God put that shoe on the other foot. That's right. Now you're dealing with it. <laughs> yes. You're right. You're right. There's a great balance to all things if you hang around hang yeah. out long enough. Yeah. It's it's like uh, pay attention. I, I always think that the the balance though, like it, it's always wrong. Where, like you know, when we were drinking, and now that we're sober, like it always seems like when people try to like pass off like country crock as butter, it's like a balance of like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's not the real thing. No, and I yeah. think that like you know we're not you're not gonna get like as like no matter how genuine we are like. We still have so much to learn. Oh, dude. And we still have so much to teach, but you can't teach something until you learn it. You yeah, know? but there's also, like, we get better by helping others. We That's don't what I'm get, saying, yeah. We don't get better and then yeah. help others. We don't go up to people and be like, I just, this is what you have to do. I know this. I This is 100% we blah, 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 blah. We don't come to somebody's house and start yelling outside of it and handing them a pamphlet, you mean? What? Like the dude that, that just... That guy? Yeah. Why are we talking about that guy again? Because that's a, a version of what you're talking no, about. No, I mean like in sobriety. Like, with like what's going up to a newcomer. Yeah. Do you think that guy was the newcomer? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is <laughs> he, the, what he's doing, coming to people's homes, yelling outside at whatever time it is, and making interrupting whatever somebody might be doing yeah. to hand them a flyer versus we, we see promotion through attraction. Attraction rather than promotion, right? Like... I wanted to kill that guy. I, I could tell. Does he know I just did steroids? <laughs> I think if he would have taken one step closer, he would have found he out. He was backing up quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had that honey badger look in your eye. <laughs> I think he's probably better to... Seriously, I like. I wish I would have brought my hammer. Do you remember that joke, uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg, with the flyers? Whenever somebody... No. He goes... Whenever somebody <coughs> hands me a flyer, it's like they're saying, "Here, you throw it away." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. Um, so, speak, speaking of, uh, of of flyers, so um, it's 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 um it's it's at the point now where um, I, I haven't gone into a supermarket in a long time. For the other day, I hadn't because I'll just you know it's easier to get my groceries delivered. I'm a very simple person, mm-hmm. you know. Like if I want to plan a meal, I'll see if I can get it online, or I'll go to Costco or Trader Joe's. And, um, but I haven't had to do that in a long time. I've been able to get shit delivered. It's fine. Uh, I had to go to Stay of the Brothers the other day. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went there with, um, who did I go with? I went with my friend Leanne. And we went into the store, and there was a lady inside the store handing out flyers about, um, or pamphlets or whatever, handouts, printouts about, um, uh, how we should wear a mask and she wasn't wearing a mask. And so, like, in, I in the store. In the store. And so, like, wow. she was right by the entrance. And so um, we got her when we were leaving. And uh, I didn't know what it was. I kind of just perfunct, just kind of, like, well, she stuck her hand out, I just grabbed it, you know. I saw the trash can on my ground or whatever. So I look at it, and I stop. And I'm like, hey, Leanne, look at this. And I showed her, and she was like, dude, go say something. And so I went back, and I'm like, is, is this, like, a prank? And she was like, no. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And she was like, what do you mean? I'm like, why aren't you wearing a mask? I like yelled it. Yeah. And like, she's like, I don't have to. I'm like. But you're promoting to wear I'm a like, mask? I'm like, you're killing trees. 
<laughs> like, fuck you. Wait, the, the Flyers was promoting, it was telling people to wear a mask, mm-hmm. and she wasn't wearing a mask? And a week before that, my girlfriend and I weren't oh. allowed entry into a restaurant in Long Beach for not wearing a mask by a manager not wearing a mask. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. We've gotten to the point already where we're having COVID double standards. Oh, that makes yeah. my head hurt. Dude. Right. It makes my lungs fucking inflamed. I was, I couldn't believe it. And my girlfriend was like, are you from the Connie Let's go. Oh, let's just go. Yeah, I mean, she's, she doesn't have a good track record <laughs> with that. Not. She's the sweetest person she, ever. I know. But. She's fucking, dude, she was bitching about that the whole car ride to In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> I was stoked. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. I didn't fuck yeah. Let's yeah. get this shit to go. Right. I had to drive. She was so pissed. It was like she was drunk with fucking anger. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she was talking about going to this restaurant for like three weeks. She was so excited. Yeah. I bet it was a good restaurant, though. It was uh, someplace in downtown Long Beach. I don't remember the name. Uh, Carlos's or Diego's something. I don't know. Carmen San Diego. We're in the world. Yeah, man. So it's 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 the the world is just so fucking turned upside down right now, and I, I think people are just behaving in a way that like it, it it's so like 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 old behaviors of people are coming in like pre-pandemic behaviors, but the thing is that they've never nothing changed with them. They just have something different to like, you know, act weird about. Yeah, you know, and eating, especially eating dinner. Um, Let's get off the COVID thing. I, I, my family is like, we're like pilgrims, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we, we eat like weird shit. Like what? You know, like Sunday supper's always weird. You know, like my grandmother was out of her fucking mind. Was it like leftovers? Is that- no, well, no. Well, there, it, well, there would be leftovers, but she was the kind of woman where she would put like, uh, she'd cook like a fucking pork loin in like the middle of August. It's like, yeah, all right, lady, let's fucking heat the house up a little bit more and put a nice sweaty pork in the oven, you know? And uh, was, there was this one night, uh, my whole family got together for you know, Sunday supper, and it was like me, my mom, my dad, my sisters, uh, my grandparents, my, uh, my, my aunt and uncle, a couple of the cousins or whatever. And um, my, my grandmother made uh, fettuccine and clam sauce. And I mean, like, I'll eat that now. I'm gonna eat that shit when I'm six. Like what the fuck? It's a bold, yeah. Right. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And so it was, it was put in front of me, and I was like, "This is gross." And my grandfather's like, "Eat your fucking fettuccine!" And I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "I'm not eating this shit." And I went to the cupboard and got myself a fucking pop tart. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> get the Lambrusco while you're in there. He was drinking it. Yeah, he had yeah, a big, yeah. big bottle of Brusco in front of him. <laughs> and uh, you know, my my. <laughs> My father thought it was the funniest shit. And my dad was like, listen, Paul, because it was, it was my mother's father's, n- not his dad. And my dad was like, look, the kid's not going to fucking eat that. He's like, what do you think? He's like, let me eat the fucking pop tot. And my grandfather was like swigging down the Lambrusco that day. And uh, my <laughs> belly full of Brusco. <laughs> yeah. And my, uh, my aunt, his daughter, they, they, she was saying something. And uh, my grandfather was starting to get belligerent, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember this being this little kid, and I, I'll never forget this. My grandfather is smoking a cigarette, and that was still fashionable, you know, at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he smoked everywhere. There was ashtrays of cigarettes going in, like, every room. Mm-hmm. And um, he's smoking a cigarette, and he fucking flicks his match, and it goes on my aunt's plate. <laughs> <laughs> and my aunt is like, 
you're a fucking drunk fucking pig. <laughs> just getting into it. My father was, I'd never seen my father laugh, so he was loving it. He was like sitting back like a spectator, like watching it. I'm eating my Pop-Tart. <laughs> Sunday dinners. Sunday yeah. suppers at the fucking Brusco house. Uh, yeah. And um, and that night, this is actually going to come around after you full circle. I didn't even realize I was going to do this. But that night, that evening, whatever, I was outside. And my dad was outside. And um, we were talking. And um, and my uh, my uncle, my Uncle Al was out there. He's the best. My Uncle Al is the fucking coolest guy in the world. And I always, like, as a kid, he was always like, to do that. Always made me laugh and shit. You know, him and my dad were always bantering and stuff. And um, John Day, our neighbor, I was telling you about, at my grandfather's house. Uh-huh. Um, he's outside. He comes over, and uh, they're all talking. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, where's Paul?" That's my grandfather. And um, he's like, "Oh, he's inside. He's all fucking shit faced. I don't know. He fucking ruined dinner." And he's like, oh, yeah, "I did too." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, it was like, it was such fucking pilgrims. And like Thanksgiving, like uh, you know, the weirdest thing about Thanksgiving at my house is that my parents have always been very cognizant. Of you know the native genocide, you know, and they want to make sure like yeah we'll have Thanksgiving dinner, but like they always wanted to make sure that like like we knew that we weren't honoring like you know our ancestors and shit. Yeah, because you know my last name Doan, um, my great 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 like times nine whatever great grandfather, there's a rock named for him in uh in uh, uh, East Ham, Massachusetts, down Cape Cod, wow. called Doan Rock. And John Deacon Doan, my uh-huh. great, 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 great grandfather, uh-huh. was part of like the slaughter of the Wampanoag natives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. That I gotta take. Hold on a minute. You wanna pause? No. Keep on talk. <laughs> I just got my laundry dropped off. Oh, nice. My wallet and my belt were in there. I have a bandana on. Were you look, my belt. You were looking at a bandana? Yeah, look. <laughs> Bro, I've never seen that before. That's awesome. Well, it's not from a person who has a home. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, my family's insane. They're crazy. Yeah, we, uh, my dad's family was together one time at maybe Thanksgiving, and uh, we're all at my aunt's house, and uh, my dad... She, she had one of those, like, big clamshell wicker chairs. Oh, yeah. With know? the cushion? Yeah. Yeah. And so my dad, uh, after, you know, a nice meal, he's he's laying in that thing, and he falls asleep. Yeah. And he's wearing these uh, these jeans that are very tight. Everything's locked in place. Restrictors. Yeah. And uh, my his older brother, my uncle, um, sees this and grabs a hacky sack from across the living room and does, like, a quick 
you know, like in cricket, the hurlers, the way they take like two or three running steps. Yeah, then they... And then straight over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, he hurls this just like that, a hacky sack. My dad, fast asleep, hits him just square on the balls. And um, again, he's wearing very tight pants. They're not moving. So it just... My dad instantly wakes up, pukes, <laughs> and tears start streaming down his face. And he, the pastor, you know, what the hell? And then he gets up and just leaves the house for an hour, just walking the neighborhood. <laughs> and his tiny, tight jeans. With his hurt balls. And uh, my uncle's like, ooh, poor guy. That was a good shot. Yeah, it was a good shot. Yeah. Yeah, our families are crazy, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's crazy. Crazy is relative. You know, like, like, like well, what's really all that crazy, you know? Be pantless in Pawtucket. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, last couple of weeks, we, we, we've been um, exploring different avenues. You know, Connie O'Connor. Yep. Fucking absolute gem of a man. Legend. Legend. And, um, you know, I, I, I decided that, like, you know, uh, we pretty much exhausted everything last week with, with the scenarios. But uh, we, have, we have to do, like, a, a, a final, you know, you know, we need closure. You need to find your pants. Trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, the trilogy. So, um, funny thing about this outline, though, was that uh, my, my girlfriend decided to um, change a lot of the language in, okay. it, in the outline cool. that you saw. And because um, what, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll handwrite out, like, different uh, things to the outline. And um, then I'll throw them on the, on a, on the uh, on a PowerPoint, on Keynote. And then she'll do all, like, the design and shit to make it, like, fun or whatever. So she gives it back to me, emails it back to me, and I'm, th- I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? And the only reason I knew it was something to do with Pawtucket was because there's no French word for Pawtucket. <laughs> you know? It's just the, just the, the way you say it. I, I love Pawtucket, Rhode Island. And um, so I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, you having to use a Google Translate, and I'm like, oh, sans pantalon, dans Pawtucket. You know, partout toi, la fin, all the end. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. All right. But then, like the do, do a may part. I'm like, what the fuck does this do mean? Them. Yeah, I had no idea she knew French. You <laughs> want another funny thing? I had no idea she played violin. Really? Really? Wow. Yeah. These are fun little treats. It's better than like having a secret meth habit. But not to her. To her, it's normal. No, to her, it's just, how do you not fucking know that? She's probably told you like ten times. I that. went to a store with her, like, and she was like. Um, like trying to Rosie, we went to buy violin violin strings just at the, the silencer music thing or whatever that you put on a violin to like dampener. Like this makes it like quieter. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I was in a music store with her, but I wasn't like standing next to her. I was off looking at other shit. Well, why the why were you in a music store? What did you? Because she was getting the violin thing. So why did you think you were in there? Because we both like music. So an instrument, like they sell musical instrument store. Yeah. So you're in a room full of probably grand pianos on yeah. the display floor. Yep. Uh, organs. Stradivarius, yeah. Probably not that there, but hops, cellos, hops, the double bassoons. Double bassoon. So there's double bassoons, but there's no Stradivarius. You're not at a guitar <laughs> center. I won't. I won't shop at guitar center. Okay, so very. We've established then for sure you're not at a guitar center. For sure. It's in Fullerton, downtown Fullerton. Yeah. And but the place also has AA meetings. The guy that owns the store is an AA. Okay. So I could have been there for that. 
Jeez, okay. Yeah. I'm no detective, but there are a few clues there that she might be into playing instruments. Yeah. Violinists are smart. smart and happy. Violinists are smart and hot. She is smart and hot. And she's also um, angry. She gets really angry with me. Maybe second. I never heard, like, so, like. Maybe she plays second violin. So, this was, like, right when things were starting to, like, open up a little bit uh, for COVID. And uh, so that we got to think that was probably like maybe about this is about six months ago. It's all blurred together now. Right. But then like the other day, she sent me a video of her playing violin. And I was like, oh, I'm like, wow, that's fucking great. I'm like, did you just like, what's, did you just start playing? You're good. And she was like, oh, ha ha. And I'm like, what? You're like, that's a legit question. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, yeah, you don't fucking know that I play violin. And I'm like, no, like you're great at it though. But she I like was it. she was like why are you such a shitty boyfriend and I'm that's like, another two weeks with no F yeah f chair yeah dude I literally what's it November I was saying November eleven months into the year I've probably been like on restriction for like five months out of this year total it's not you're not that's I'm not, not a batting good a thousand no dude. well it's bad yeah but the thing is it's like when I think about it I, and I look back it's like dude it's all my fault. It's 1,000% me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like the 311 thing, like, I secretly I wanted that to happen. I knew she was going to go off. I didn't do anything to stop it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. The restaurant, I didn't want to fucking eat there. Yeah. I knew she wasn't going to wear a mask. Yeah. I called up beforehand. I asked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, and like, she's, like you said, she's not dumb. No. She fucking knew. And she knew that I would be like, oh, well, you didn't want to wear the mask. It's your fault. She's fucking, she's on top of it. Yeah, she's playing chess. We're out here with checkers. Right. Yeah. Right. Her nine-year-old niece beat me at checkers, at chess the other day. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Queen, and before, we played, over before there. we played chess, we were talking about geology. Really? Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Smart kid. So, um, we're, we're going we're gonna, to um, figure out, um, I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. And uh, I'm just winging this. So, like, let's say um, now, 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 picture yourself. Um, have you ever, have you ever been to New England? Mm, no. Where have you been? Where it's mountainous and cold, or hilly and cold, or deciduous and cold? Well, I mean, I, California. I mean, like really cold. <laughs> below freezing is not really cold. Where's it below freezing in California? Have you heard of the Sierra Nevadas? Yeah. The beer? <laughs> where do you think that name comes from? Nevada. Have you, so California is pretty expansive. There's a lot going on. I don't on. consider like I've only I don't even the high desert north of Bakersfield. All right, so just the, the high the, desert, the yeah. Los Angeles. I've I've, I've been to uh, went to Apple Valley in Hesperia. All right, yeah, the gross. Los Angeles. Okay, so like uh, let's. Okay, call all right, fine. Point made. So, but let's say that you're 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 okay. So you you you. Uh, I've been to the Rockies in the winter. Okay, but that's still not real cold. It's really? a different kind of cold. Okay. The, the, what Becky says, a wet, biting, skin ripping, frostbitten cold. Like we got to keep moving west. Yeah, cold. yeah. Gotcha. You're gonna die. Yeah, you're gonna go inside. Especially you, long loins. Yeah, you nothing. You're just gonna die. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't wait to visit. Yeah. Let's go back in February. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> all right, you're outside of Seven Eleven. All right, you got no pants on. That's that's where you you wake up. God, 
Yeah. Got an innie going. So, do you... <laughs> so... But you got underwear on. Oh, good. But not boxers. That ought to do. Like briefs. Real high and tight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're packaged in there good. Your boys are secure. Yeah. Little marble so, bag. <laughs> so, um, would you would you dance for dollars <laughs> okay. and try to get the money yeah. to get home All right. on the bus? You got no phone. You got no money. Uh-huh. No pants. How much money do I need, by the way? I don't know. I have, Just I don't enough know. to get home. Got it. Taking a bus. I mean... I don't know. 50? What if I'm out of state? Got You're it. not going to get out of the bus with no pants or a mask. Okay. So you need to make some money. Yeah. So you're going to dance for dollars. Uh-huh. I'm going to go into the 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. Steal. Sure. Just be like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to go to jail either way. Right. You know? Or do you ask someone to use their phone? I'm going to dance for dollars. Dance for dollars. That's a good move. Yeah. That's a good move. Okay. Yeah. So you dance, you raise 25 bucks. Oh, good. You're really I'm cutting it up. Dude. You're in your underwear. Yeah. You broke down a box in the back that you slept on. Right. You're spinning. You yeah. run DMC in. Uh-huh. You're getting it done. Yeah. So now, you got your $50. God, it's All a good right? haul. It's a good haul. So, do you go into the 7-Eleven, uh-huh. buy $50 worth of junk food, uh-huh. and then you're in the same position you were an hour ago? <laughs> It's an endless circle, man. Yeah. Do you walk to a store, uh-huh. buy pants, uh-huh. or do you keep dancing? Uh, I dance to a store, like a Salvation Army, to buy pants uh, in case I make you a little dance extra. dance the whole way there. Yeah, in case I make but a little. But if you're moving, no one's going to give you money. But it's more more like I'm staying warm. Okay. Versus strictly walking. Okay, so you're in this predicament, yeah, so you're assuming it's cold. So I'm doing a little running man, a little Roger Rabbit. I'm okay. doing a little bit of... Uh, no hand uh, travel? Jitterbug. Hand travel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, just to sort of stay warm, and in case somebody decides to hand me a little extra change as I'm now, dancing my way over to the store. Now, in this this, this predicament... And then if you walk in, I feel like if you you're walk in your underwear, Salvation Army... You're weird dancing down the street. Sure. At no point, oh, a, an eye a cop's going to be like, this guy is high as shit on methamphetamine and or angel dust. Now they'd be like, dude, he's got them winter, winter jiggles. <laughs> See, yeah. now, if I was a cop, growing up where I grew up, I'd be like, no, that dude's just staying warm. Yeah. He had a rough night. Yeah. He's on his way somewhere. That but cops out dust. here, like, because the, 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 the methamphetamine is, is so rampant, mm-hmm. they're thinking, like, all right. Where are your pants? <laughs> right. And why are you so dancy? Do you know Connie O'Connor? Yeah. All right. So you managed to dance your way to the Salvation Army. Yeah. And they're cool with you walking in with no pants. They're not. They're not? They're not. So now do you hmm. trust someone else with your money? Go in there and get me pants. Mm-hmm. Do you go say fuck it and go to the movie theater mm-hmm. and see a matinee? Mm-hmm. Or do you dance? What I do is I dance into the store because they're like, dude, that, that'll buy me enough time. And then what I do is oh, I... Oh, so you get there quick. Yeah, I get there fast. I get the pants. I just take a grab at like And the, it'd be easier for you to get pants than me because they're going to have more your size than my size. Yeah, so maybe I just grab a couple and I dance my way up to the thing and they're like, I don't want to touch them. And then I throw down throw the, the money. Throw the money and leave. And then, yeah. And then I'm, I'm... So now you got a few bucks in your pocket. You got pants to put it in. Thank God. Let's start warming up those right. games. Warm it up now. Yeah. Now you realize the pants you bought haven't been washed mm-hmm. and they're covered in shit in the back. Someone had a blowout. God, somebody really somebody really was, fell asleep. So at do the you wheel take the pants up. off and dance? Uh-huh. <laughs> do you go to a movie? Yeah. Or do you say, fuck it? Take your shitty drawers onto the bus and try to get home. Uh I think what I do is 
I start doing like, have you ever seen a dog that's trying to scratch its ass? How they sort of rub it across the carpet or trying to chase it with its head? Uh, yeah, carpet. Okay. So yes, I sort of start doing that that boot scoot boogie. Yeah. Uh, through the snow and the sleet to try to wash up a little bit. Okay. And I, I make my way to a bus. So now you have stop. a wet ass. It's a wet ass, but it's a cleaner ass than. But you're gonna get hypothermia on your balls. Versus what? Walking around with no pants. You have pants? to get your balls cut off. You're gonna get neutered. Well, what about the whole the whole time I've been dancing around with no pants? Constant movement, but you're dry. Yeah, you're right. Death is or wet. Wet is a killer. Connie O'Connor would already have been home by now. I think I just get on a bus. <laughs> Shit, pants and everything. Yeah, it ain't the first time they've seen it. And you're home with pants. With pants. Shitty pants. That I take off and throw as far as I can across the street, and then dance into the house, and I'm done. <laughs> Bravo, my friend. You've made it. All right. You've arrived. Still pant- pantless we in Pawtucket. Are, we, we, we have uh, figured out what to do when you're pantless in Pawtucket. Did you notice the turtle she put? Yeah. Sea turtle? Dude, that's honestly a beautiful design. Do you remember? Shout out. The turtle? She got me. Mm-hmm. The first time? Mm-hmm. The last week when I was talking about how I got fuck grounded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you got a turtle instead. That was very subtle. Sneaky. She's very smart. Sneaky. You're in trouble. I am. I'm not going to break up. The best her. kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were a few minor hiccups along the way today. I almost killed a guy. I got my wallet and my belt back. I was almost pantless. <laughs> you know? You were uh, beltless. I-, I could not find my belt anywhere today. I have three belts. I could not find a single one of them. The funny thing to me is that your wallet was actually in there. It was in my pants. <laughs> so yesterday, yesterday I did a panel uh, in Corona Del Mar. This is a fucking waste of time. But um, I, um, uh, Dawn came to grab me, and uh, he texted me. He's like, all right, I'm outside. Let's go. I'm like, oh, where the fuck is my wallet? I can't find my wallet. Last time I had my wallet, I was trying to backtrack. I was like, all right. I went to the Gata Govolano Club. I was with Leanne. We didn't stop for food. She dropped me off. I'm like, where's my fucking wallet? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I sent my laundry out yesterday. Ooh. Oh, it was actually that same day. And uh, so I text the girl who does my laundry, and I'm like, hey, could you check my laundry basket? I think my wallet's in there. Yeah. And then I couldn't find my belt, and I'm like, what the fuck? So um, I show up. Normally I'd wear jeans and a T-shirt to a panel, whatever, just like normal. I'm like, I don't have my belt. Yeah. I, I, so I, I wear Syracuse sweatpants, uh-huh. a hoodie. I look like I'm in a fucking rehab. But anyway, <laughs> the, laundry, the laundry shows up. I get my wallet back. I got my belt back. Shoot a guy off the property. Yeah. All is restored. You got your pants, and we're good. All good. All good. So just a quick update before we go. I am going to be uploading episodes next week. I am sorry, but you're going to get hit with a barrage of them. You're going to get hit with seven episodes. Well, bam. The new podcast host, we're going to be rolling. I've been getting a lot of like emails and texts from people and IG messages. Hey, dude, where's where's the new podcast? So... It's coming, I promise. For the time you see this, they're already be uploaded. Yeah. Me explaining this. But they're like, what are you talking about, dude? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna a- a- upload a quick video of me I never know what that. you're gonna do. Yeah, I know. I never know what is happening. Do you what, know? What's he doing in there? What the, only one, the only one that knows is Dulcie. Yeah. She always finds everything out. It's fucking weird. So, how points. does it feel to be as intelligent as you are and to realize? <laughs> I was spotted. Yeah. Like, have you seen Avatar, the James Cameron movie? I have not. She's like, Turok Makta. He's the one that, that hunts from above. I'm never going to see it now. 
I think you're closing yourself off to a very beautiful experience. No, I'm not. You're not? No. Don't you like I a little... I have a blonde girlfriend. I'll be fine without watching Avatar. Yeah, but she's she's a little bit... <laughs> yeah. Like, I you think you're, dude, you're, you're a badass hunter on the intellectual <laughs> landscape, and here she is flying. You're like, I didn't know you could fly. You know what the funny Flying's thing is, Flying's an though? option? You know what the funny thing is, though? You're underestimating, underestimating how easy it is for me to chime my way back into her. I think she allows that. It's Th- part of the dance. That's fine. It's like dancing for I'll money. I'll take whatever I can get. I'll dance for dollars. You guys do have your own little... It's uh, weird. You know what? <laughs> Most songs are written in 4-4. Four, four. You guys are in 7-8, and I like it. I wish I knew what that meant. It's like an irregular... like. We're like an arrhythmia relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I got it. It's I interesting. Got it. I got it. It's almost completely... Symmetrical, but there's, <laughs> there's just a little. Okay, you know the song "Love" by the Beatles or "Love Is All You Need." Yeah. The beauty of this is he wrote it in '78. Okay. And the reason is because love isn't all perfectly four or four. No, it's not. So it's like love, love, love. Skip. Love, love. I got gotcha. you. Love, love, love. Just compare my relationship to a Beatles song. That might be the nicest, most beautiful thing everybody's ever said to me. So I love you. Love you back. All right. So we'll see you next week. Until then. Actually, we're going to see you all at once. Oh, yeah, at once. Yeah. At once. But until then, good night, Austin, Texas, wherever you are. That's right. I can't believe we got the